Hi, welcome to the Out of Your Mind podcast with your host, Jackie. That's me, a mother of three and quite literally out of my mind at times. Um, welcome, thanks for listening. I'm so happy to be doing this, to have the opportunity to do this, and to have maybe some listeners at some point. Um, this is going to be a, a monologue setup where I show up every week to share with you um, my life, the mistakes I'm making, the things I'm going through, and providing an example of what it's like to be a mom who can be out of her mind at times. And, you know, it's a funny play on words to be out of your mind, but I love it. I think it's a gift. It's, um, it's a new experience for me. Um, I guess the past five years, I've been getting more and more out of my mind. And although it's been a phrase that's used to describe someone who's losing their mind, um, getting out of your mind is often a freeing experience that moms might not take the time to do. So that's what this space will be, is a place for me to share my examples um, of being a mom, being a human being, being a woman, um, being a wife, and sharing that with you for the purpose of allowing you to learn from it, or commiserate with it, or um, laugh at it, whatever it is that you get from this. Um, I have been wanting to do this. I've been preparing to do this for over a year, and now's the time. So I'm really excited about this journey. I'm really excited to just have a platform to share and reach other people, other human beings who are on either a similar journey or who find themselves listening to a story that really touches them. Also, if this doesn't resonate with you, please, by all means, don't listen. Um, really, it's meant for those um, who can get something from it, can learn from it, can laugh from it, like I said, but um, it's not meant to teach, it's not meant to preach, it's not meant to be an example of what to do, maybe what not to do, but um, that's it. That's me. Um, I'll be 40 this month, and I have three children, and I'm really looking forward to practicing uh, vulnerability to an extreme level. Um, it's, it's interesting. We have so many opportunities to be vulnerable, and my experience, I don't take those opportunities. Um, more and more I do. But in the past, um, those opportunities would fly by me and I just watch them go, right? Anxiety, fear, all of those emotions that tell you not to share, not to be you, not to be real. Um, yeah, kind of just let them go. So this is my opportunity to grab hold of this platform and 
be as vulnerable as possible. I'm really excited to be here. So today I want to start with a story that, um, gosh, I'll, I'll do one that happened recently, uh, two days ago, one day ago. I don't know. Time and space are really wonky for me lately. I, um, I found myself feeling out of my mind in a really weird sense. Um, I'll be in a place, in a store, in a comic book store, for example, last weekend, and I forgot what state I was in. I forgot where I was. I kind of just lost all sense of my physical being, and um, it's been happening more and more where I, it's like my mind forgets, right? And not in the sense that I don't know where I am. It's that I don't recognize where I am, right? So it's, I could be, I could be in Europe. I could be in Portland. I could be <laughs> um, anywhere other than where I am. Um, and it's a feeling I think that I've experienced my whole life, but in the past, it's, brought on fear and a sense of worry that I am in fact losing my mind. Um, I think that living a life with anxiety comes from those moments of where you are in fact gumming out of your body, your losing sense of the present moment. So that's what I was experiencing last week and the week before. Just really quick moments where I'm like, oh, where am I? Right? I kind of left for a minute and I came back and I don't know where I am. <laughs> um, that's what I felt. And um, the newest version of me today, last weekend, I was okay with it. And I kind of just embraced it with a sense of curiosity and acknowledgement, right? Yeah, okay. I feel this is a weird feeling. I am recognizing it, just letting it be what it is. Instead of feeling worry and, and anxiety about what's wrong with me, I think for so long as a mom, as a woman, as an alcoholic, um, I always had the lens of something's wrong with me. I'm not doing something right. My experience isn't right. I should be better. So now that I've taken off that lens, those glasses, now I can embrace those uncomfortable moments, those uneasy moments, and really just acknowledge them, just see them, just allow them to be a part of me, and then let it pass, right? Because it didn't stay. I didn't feel like I was suffering from dementia. I just had a brief moment of where I didn't know where I was in the world. I didn't know where I was um, in my 
place and space and time. So, so yeah, that was, um, that's been my experience for the past couple of weeks. And, um, I don't know if anyone else has been experiencing that. Also time has been strange. Time's been my experience of time. Um, it's been stretching a lot. It's, um, moments have felt like many moments. Um, time's been, it's been stretching out, which is, it's good. It's good to have more time. So back to the story I was going to tell from two days ago. Um, okay. I have three children, one in middle school, two in elementary, and every morning we all wake up, have breakfast, my husband makes breakfast, and we get in the car and we go to school. We um, all travel to school together, I work at a high school, and this particular morning I was feeling sensitive, <laughs> which um, I used to feel so sensitive, so sensitive, sorry, so sensitive all the time, 24-7. I was um, so easily bruised, so easily hurt, so easily um, just overwhelmed and saddened by anything anyone said or did or thought or I made up in my head that they thought. Um, that was me. But this particular morning, um, is, it, it's out of character, right? It's out of character for me now. But uh, my son woke up on the wrong side of the bed, so he was cranky. And when I prompted him to wake up, he snapped back at me. And so because I was feeling sensitive, I knew that about myself, I knew I was... You know, it's a Friday, but by Friday, I'm usually tired from the week. Um, I need some time to myself because I'm an introvert and I recharge on my own. I've already used up all of my energy for the week. And so Friday comes around and I'm pretty um, on edge. So my son snaps back at me and I say, hey, just waking you up. I don't need the sass, right? Um you can get up without being rude. So he gets up, he's pretty cranky, but he gets done what he needs to get done. And on the way to school, um, again, I'm tired, I'm worn down, I just need to get through this day. I missed my turn. <laughs> I missed the turn to the elementary school. And my son, in the mood he was in, turns to me and says, God, you're so stupid. And that comment, any other day, any other time, I would have, could have said, that's inappropriate and rude. Do not say that to me, right? I put up my boundary. And I've, I've been practicing that for a while, right? Putting up my boundary of this is where I stand. This is my boundary. This is what's okay and not okay to me, towards me. So... I said something not so nice. <laughs> I said something to the effect of, 
what the hell? You know, if you're going to talk to me, just don't talk to me at all. If you're going to talk to me like that, don't talk to me at all. And I was just at my limit. And so he, um, of course, got offended at my unusual response and stopped talking altogether. And at that point, I kind of lost it, right? I lost my grip on who I am. And in those moments, every parent's been there, I believe. Um, In those moments, if you don't take a step back, you can just keep falling down the hill, right? You, your, your ego snaps back and takes charge and charge and says, Hey, this one's mine. I got it. And I started unloading on him, right? I was just like, I'm tired. I don't want to be your trash man. I don't want to be, um, I don't want to be called names. I don't want to be yelled at. I don't want, right. And so I just unloaded on my son and I I felt so righteous in the moment I felt like okay I need to teach him a lesson this is inappropriate if and then my mind started racing right it started just going and I was all it was I was future jumping like when he's in a relationship and he's gonna call his partner stupid I'm gonna be at fault I need to teach him this lesson now. And whoa, was I just, I was on that roller coaster and there was no stopping it. It ended in tears, <laughs> my tears. I was crying about not knowing what I'm doing as a parent. I was a mess. I was losing it, right? I was losing the grip on. <laughs> The reality of the moment, which when I look back on it, wasn't all that serious and could have been handled quite easily, but I lost my grip and I um, started crying and saying, you know, I'm afraid that I'm not being a good parent. I don't know how to parent like this. This is unknown to me. I don't, I'm practicing unconditional love, but I don't have an example. I don't know what to do. My son left, he got out of the car. I said, hey, I don't want you to stop talking to me. I'm just having a bad moment. This is about me. This is not about you. Have a good day at school. That's it, right? That's it. And I felt like shit. God, I felt like shit. So I had to go to work, compose myself in my car, and try to pretend like nothing happened. (laughs) I did. I did. I pretended like nothing happened. I just, you know, was professional and went to work. and, And then I checked my email and I got a message from my son. And he said, I'm sorry. Man, that was another moment in which I could have kept going, right? The roller coaster paused, 
I got off. I was, I was just standing on the platform and he came back with, I'm sorry. And what does that mean? Right. I could have just been like, it's okay. Don't worry. Right. I could have just said, I forgive you. But being the mom that I am today, that apology carried so much more because it wasn't his fault. Everything that I unloaded on him wasn't his doing. It was my doing, right? It was my responsibility as his parent and guide in this journey to just tell him where my boundary is. I did not need to unload on him all of my stress and tiredness from the week, all of my past trauma of not feeling loved enough, um, all of my past trauma of being called names. I did not need to unload that on him just because he was in a bad mood. So he said, sorry, I'm sorry. And I could have just let him own it. I could have let him think that my tantrum and me losing my grip was his fault, but I didn't because it wasn't his. So I responded to his email and I said, hey buddy, it's not your fault. You're allowed to be in a bad mood. If I could rewind time, I would just say, don't call me stupid. I don't like that. And that might have been the end of it. But like other difficult moments, this one is teaching us something as always. So you were in a bad mood. You made a mistake. You called me a name. And instead of just putting up and showing you where my boundary was, I unloaded on you. I did the exact thing I said I didn't want to be. I said I didn't want to be a trash bin, yet I turned around and treated you like a trash bin. I lost it in that moment, and that's not because of you. My behavior is not because of you. You have nothing to be sorry about. You're allowed to make mistakes. So I did my best to write that in an email, letting him know it's not your fault. I unloaded on you, you made a mistake. I didn't do the best job I could as a parent in that moment. And I told him to have a good day if he could. And when I picked him up from school, see the look on his face as he was walking toward me and that he wasn't carrying it with him. He wasn't carrying the argument or <laughs> it wasn't an argument, it was me just ranting. He wasn't carrying it with him. He was pretty light and I saw him and I gave him a hug and I said, hey, did you read my email? And he said, yeah. I did, thanks. And then he went on to talk about his day, and that was it. Man, it's those moments 
when I can look back on my life, my earlier life, my childhood, my, my teen years, in which I carried things that weren't mine. I held on to things that were not my fault. But I didn't have anyone tell me they weren't my fault and I didn't know they weren't my fault. And so I just carried them. And I loaded them in my backpack of trauma, my backpack of shame. And I just put them there for later. <laughs> just put them in there, everything else, every time something happened that I felt was my fault, I carried with me. And so for the past five years, I've been dumping out that backpack piece by piece. I've been unloading all of the times that it wasn't my fault, that I felt like I needed to say sorry, like I felt I, I did something wrong. And man, is it so much easier to walk forward without a heavy backpack of shame and trauma. It's so much easier to be a parent who can not load up their child's backpack of shame and trauma because I don't have mine on anymore, right? I've let go of mine load and therefore I can recognize when I'm putting something in theirs. But of course, our parents who had their own backpacks couldn't see what was wrong with putting something in ours, right? They didn't know any better. They didn't know what they were doing. And that's okay. They did the best they could, as everyone does in every moment. We do the best we can. And what I've found is that if I'm able to take a pause and really see what happened. What action belongs to whom? It's easier to dissect. My behavior always belongs to me. My choices always belong to me. And so I can step away, I can get off the roller coaster, I can stand on the platform and I can make a choice. Do I get back on? Do I get started again? Do I lose it? Do I rant and rave? Or do I pause, see what's going on, take the steps down off the platform, and just walk forward? So that's what happened on Friday. That's what happened on Friday, and it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And I am out of my mind, right? I'm so out of my mind to say I lost my shit. I was crying in my car. I unloaded on my son. And I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Every difficult scenario I'm in teaches me something. And I can carry it with me, not as a load on my back, 
but as a window or a door that I walk through to take me to the next moment in which I can experience something new. I'm so appreciative of the times that I lose my shit, that I'm out of my mind, that I'm just completely and utterly crazy. (laughs) There have been many. I appreciate them. I celebrate them. And that makes me quite out of my mind, quite different, quite strange to a lot of people. But to some who may be experiencing life in the same way, I'm here, I'm with you, and I love you. So that's what I'll be sharing every week. I have a bunch of notes of things that have happened, stories I can tell. I'm really excited to be here. I'm really excited to share with you. Um, please let me know, reach out to me, out of your mind, mom at gmail.com is my email address. Almost forgot it. That was the pause. Um, that's my Gmail address, out of your mind, mom at gmail.com. If you want to send me a note, love to hear from you. Um, looking forward to being here every week and getting a chance to do some storytelling. Thanks a lot. I really love this. Bye-bye.